Okay, um, so yes, I, I've had a lot of transformation recently, but growing up I was very loved and of course by God, but I was loved by family a lot. I didn't experience feeling God's presence or knowing I truly had a connection with God until a lot later in life. So I always felt different, wished I was someone else. Um, I, uh, you know, I didn't really know where I belonged in life or if I belonged anywhere. I would pray a lot um, consistently, but just didn't know God was with me and went through basically the perfect storm. I could go through in my young adult life as I grew up kind of as like, well, as an undiagnosed autistic child with that adult, young adult life. Um, and just that, how that relates to my connection with God. Cause you know, I, I felt very distant from everyone, lack of social skills and overly trusting people. Um, so just to give a little back history to how I, uh, didn't know his love and how that affected me. Um, I was hurting a lot with depression, you know, all that comes with that self-harm, any kind of other ideation that came with that. Um, and then I wanted to know God desperately. I just wanted to know I was loved and was searching for it everywhere. And obviously in the wrong places, you know, turned into punishing myself and feeling self-hatred, but, um, you know, and got into the wrong situations where it proved in my irrational brain that I was unlovable through abuse. But um, after seeking out lots of unhealthy situations that just continued to prove I was unloved um, and really trying to leave this world because I didn't understand that I was loved, I just would finish that answer with little did I know that I have belonged in and have been held in God's loving embrace in his strong, tender arms all along. And, you know, praise him who keeps my heart beating and revived my spirit. And um, through lots of pain today, just knowing I have hope and a hope that comes from God and that his love is undeniable. Just, I have to be willing to receive it. And that is such a blessing. It, I would say there were many opportunities for it to become real because his love really saved me. But um, the all along through many times I could have not even made it. His love is what saved me. But I would say that my heavenly father's love became real for me in parts, meaning it didn't just happen all at once, but in phases. And um, to get into that a little deeper, like God knows what I need and he knows how to interact with me as he is my father and I being his daughter. Um, and I just, what I've had to learn all along the way is that people say relationship with God, it truly is a relationship. And I think I had a really unhealthy relationship with God for a while because I didn't understand who he was. And after going through many hard times, you know, especially from age 16 to 22, I was very bitter towards God. Um, so on, and this gets to how he, how his love became real, but you know, I denied his existence a lot. And, um, but deep down, I knew he was real. And the beautiful thing is I literally couldn't deny him in my heart. Um, I could act like he didn't exist and that the Catholic Church and Christianity was wrong and untrue. But then I would be lying because everything in me knew God was real. Um, and 
I think what really helped me along the way was just after wanting to even unlearn my Catholic faith, I knew God knew exactly what I needed and was doing and designing my life the way he did. He gave me parents I needed, siblings, and my upbringing. I was raised Catholic in a very faithful family, and I knew God was real. I also knew deep. I knew I was very angry with God and very prideful for taking credit for all the hard work I was doing, recovering from the battles I had been facing, and really just recovering from the perfect storm. God wanted much more for me, so then to take credit for that because He knew I would be happier if I was in communion with Him, which would mean a very different story coming my way. <laughs> so at age 22. Um, a really cool story I like to tell people. So I was actually in treatment for various struggles and I attended the Christian therapy group regularly. And it's very interesting. I went because every time I attended this group, I would talk about how if there is a God, it was my statement. If there is a God, he hasn't been there for me and he doesn't love me. I was angry that I was fighting this fight all alone and I was absolutely exhausted Looking back, some insight I can tell you was I was thirsting for God so badly and I was hungry, basically starving for his word. So in my world and this group, he didn't he either didn't exist or didn't care about me. But he let me go through what I felt like was near torture for a long time. And then after I denied God, once again, the group leader looked at me sincerely in my eyes and said, Annie, do you really think you could have come this far all by yourself? And for some reason in that moment, that just hit me. I had heard things like that before, but I think God really intended that moment for a change because um, it was the first time I started to genuinely, genuinely pursue my faith after that point. And I wouldn't say, though, that that was just the beginning of my true faith journey because after just it wasn't until very recently that it's true unconditional love. I experienced for the first time. All my life I had pushed myself. I would deny that I thought that thought that I would push myself so hard that I thought I had to earn God's love. But I was not good enough in my mind if I didn't know enough about God, if I didn't study his teaching obsessively, which it became so obsessive that I would fear going to hell every night because I didn't know if I was good enough. Um, so obviously that Christian group was just the beginning, just a seed. And um, then just this past year, I had encountered a crossroad and what I would call a major turning point in my faith life and in my life itself. So once again, I was back at this point of denying God for six months, and I felt fed up with church, and somehow it got into my head that church was unhealthy for me. But the truth is, it wasn't. Un church is beautiful and true, but it was my flawed human perspective of it, which was unhealthy and made my experience at church unhealthy. Therefore, after, honestly, I got fed up with denying God because I knew he was real. And after feeling so hurt and isolated and lonely after not living with God for six months, at least not acknowledging God was with me, it was breaking my heart how I was treating God this way. And of course, he can handle my anger. He can handle it beautifully like he did. But on one day in April this past year, I felt this sudden yet gentle movement in my soul to switch my radio from secular music to Christian, which I hadn't thought about for long. And I caught it very 
found it very odd and it caught me off guard. So I didn't do it the first time, but the next day it happened again and the next day. So I followed through and listened and it moved my soul a little deeper to prayer. So I was hurting a lot and I just didn't spend an extensive time praying, but I literally just said hello to God for a minute or two at a time. And as I prayed, as time progressed, I heard him telling me just like, hi, sweet daughter of mine. Like I'm, I'm here for you. My heart is offered to you right here, right now, every moment of every day. And just, I love you and you are mine. Receive, rest, return your love to me just by receiving my love and the gift of faith that I've given you to have in me. You are enough for me just as you are, but I won't leave you that way because I love you too much. He was telling me, I will grow you, I will stretch you, but never beyond the strength you have in me. I'm always by your side, and if you allow me in, I will reside at home in your heart. So that's just, and this is a continuous experience back this past April. I received God's love, his peace, and increased trust in him. And I cling to the verse, apart from the Lord, I can do nothing, but with God, all things are possible because my worth is found in him alone. And we're at home in each other's hearts, you know, like we're so connected in that way. And I guess what changed in my life is just knowing today I'm in free. I am free. Um, I experience my freedom in God daily imperfectly as I, well, I'm imperfect. So I imperfectly surrender to him moment by moment because I know without him, I can't do anything. Like I can go through my human motions, but I won't find joy. I won't find peace and rest. And so I, I guess a big difference in my life today is just that I can receive his unwavering love and allow myself to experience that his truth is unwavering. And I don't doubt that I am loved anymore because I know it with heart knowledge, which is huge for me. Um, I trust him. And when I seek him, I find peace in my soul and I'm able to rest no matter what I may be doing at the moment. And that doesn't mean that I don't have hard days, but that means that even during or especially the hard days, I know he is with me and that nothing can separate me from him. And when I don't feel loved with human love, because I've, I've associated a lot of times human love as the church, but the church is God's love and we're all imperfect. So we don't always treat each other with the love we may intend to or want to. But when I don't feel it, I know I have a much greater and genuinely perfect love, literally alive in my heart from my father in heaven. And that truth has changed my life so drastically that mere words wouldn't do it justice to explain. But I guess I will just say that I'm healing every day and I'm no longer a slave to illness and old and healthy, unhealthy ways. So even when I return to those old ways out of comfort or especially the fear of change, because I think as humans, we love routine and habit. Um, I just remind myself I'm free. I let go of those chains that no, chains that no longer bind me. And I praise God with like such a joyful, grateful heart, knowing life is hard. And today I live for more than this world. Through, through my eyes today, life is beautiful in the hard, through the victories, through everything in between. It's imperfect. And God is my lifeline. I guess that's the huge difference today. So to me, it means I'm loved and that just God's love alone is enough for me. But it's just taught me what love means, I guess, that 
it's more than I can comprehend, fathom, and that being called his beloved daughter, like, it just means that, well, personally, I'll just go into this, like, he loved me first, and personally, before I was even close to a thought in my family's mind, to send his only son for me to be ridiculed, tortured, to be killed by mere humans, people like us, like, that that's what love is, is mind-blowing, and, like, um, that is what love does, and the fact he loves and he sacrifices, he humbles me and he reaches out, touches my heart and soul, comforts me, but the fact that he died to live in my heart, like, that's what being a daughter of God means to me. Um, it's so hard to explain, but um, just knowing that my heart beats because of him changes my life. And I guess it teaches me that since my birth, like, I don't belong to myself and to this world, but I belong to him. And I know that I'm made for more than a living, breathing body. And it teaches me to love in a deeper way. And um, because my body is simply the avenue through which I love with the love of my good, good father that he's given me. And so it teaches me how humble I need to be, I guess, because I'm loved by such a perfect father and I'm so imperfect. And I just long to live the life I was created for and to work for his kingdom. Um, to be a daughter of God means I'm free to do so and that I'm truly free. Um, and I just want to know more of what it means to be called and to live as a daughter of God. I'm not someone that knows everything about baptism and like what it really means at, by the church. But for me personally, I'm just circling back to the fact I am loved and that I want to share that love with others. Um, I don't want to keep it to myself because um, that truth defines me as a daughter of God. And that fundamental truth is what I long to share with others because God's love has healed me. And I just want others to know how loved they are too. Even if they don't know God, like God still loves us all and he just wants us to know him because that's the life that will make us the most joyful um, and fulfilling and to live in communion with God is everything. Um, and I guess to sum it up, I think baptism has taught me that my imperfections is where God's strength comes in the most because he's given me strengths from him but in my weakness um god is my strength so i guess baptism just teaches me that i need him and that's beautiful for me um my favorite way god expresses his love for me honestly is the way how he accepts me as i am and more than that but i haven't found that personally through myself like my family accepts me as I am but I've never accepted myself as I am and he has taught me 
to love as he loves. And in my life, given how much I have previously felt as if I hated myself and treated myself with hatred, he has taught me to love myself as he loves me, starting with receiving. Because I, not with a prideful, like, looking at myself highly, but just receiving his unconditional love and acceptance of me. And saying that, though, doesn't mean that he's going to leave me where I am because he loves me too much to do that. And that means he loves me so much he refuses to leave me where I am. He loves me in every single moment and I'm every single place I am at life. And he doesn't want me to stay there because he wants to see me thrive. And knowing that he just wants to see me in such deep communion with him that we become inseparable. And I think him giving me that insight is huge and just um, leading me next just to the second part to the, my favorite way he loves me is just his tenderness and his gentleness is prompting me to grow because I'm a person who never wants to be stagnant. Um, I desire our father and he has planted that in me. So he pushes me, stretches me, He'll rest me when I need it. And he provides. And I think just knowing he provides for me, his gentleness and the way he accepts me is my favorite way he loves me. It just me it he knows my love language. He knows how to communicate with me. And um he just provided for me mostly, especially in the way he designed my life, like he does for all of us. Like our lives may be hard, but for me, um I never wanted, like, I resented, let me tell you, I resented growing up in a Catholic family until I realized that's exactly what I needed because I can be so easily influenced. But he provided me with that firm foundation that wasn't so strong for me at first because I didn't, I didn't understand it. But he knows my specific strengths and challenges and weaknesses and difficult, difficult cards I personally have been dealt in life. And I needed that firm foundation, that loving family, the people who accepted me and loved me until I could love myself so I could go out for God's kingdom and do his will in my life. So, yeah. Um, so this is the question I've been looking forward to answering the most. And it's also the hardest one because I know how hard it is to recognize God's love when you just either don't believe or don't know God at all or can't see that you are loved so um I guess like I just want the someone like anyone to know if they don't know God's love that like it can seem intimidating unrealistic or incomprehensible to personally know God and that makes so much sense it can seem unreal but God is a good good father and good means we overuse that word but just means like morally right and righteous and he created us he knows what we need he doesn't demand we praise him so that he gets selfish desires met he loves us and he knows we'll be most joyful when we just seek him all it takes is one word and it, that's Jesus and I just, like, he will surprise us. Like, it. there's so much joy in the faces of people we meet that have met Jesus. And 
in their hearts and that joy doesn't that joy isn't superficial and we see demeanors change like I would see tones of my tone of voice has become different when I talk about Jesus and I just it begins and ends with God like God loved us first and I think he just I know he so desperately wants to love each and every one of us well he wants us to know his love because he already loves us and he hurts when we hurt so all it takes is that one word Jesus and he doesn't want us to be in misery and he knows we can be in so much misery without him he wants us to live our best most joyful life because this isn't the end we have a much better life coming and he just loves us so much that he doesn't want to be separate from us because he knows our deepest longings and he wants to fulfill them all we got to do is invite him into our hearts just starting with one time thank you for listening to annie's story I would love to share your story as well. Please connect with us on social media or by clicking on the Join Us link at knowhis.love.